lights, camera, microphone. This is what you've been watching. Hello, everyone. This is your buddy and your pal, Ouch. And this is what you've been watching. Yeah, that's not going on the DVD. If you are anywhere within a stone's throw of my age group, then more than likely you have some form of knowledge of The Simpsons. You may have consciously not watched it, you may be a super fan like myself, but you would probably be able to identify the main characters out of a lineup fairly easily. But more than likely, you probably aren't watching them now. It's very much a case of how can we miss you if you don't go away. Now, I'm not making a call on quality since I just haven't watched anything since season 12 and it would be unfair to do so. But with today's case, we now have a big X factor of being made well past the prime of the show, but with the added element of a theatrical production budget. Let's see if quality meets demand with the Simpsons movie. Can't believe we're paying to see something we get on TV for free. If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker. Especially you! The Simpsons movie, released in 2007, directed by David Silverman, written by James Brooks, Matt Groening, and Al Jean. The movie did well enough at the box office, getting the money back the first weekend, and getting generally positive reviews. My joke is that this is one of those DVDs that everyone has in their collection somehow. It's this movie, Family Guy Season 1, and Chappelle's Show Season 2. Just start looking in your storage containers and crawl spaces. You'll probably find a few movies like that that you didn't know you had. I know for a fact I was excited to see it in theaters, wondering what they could and would do. Upon rewatch, I'm glad to say the movie holds up. Thankfully, the focus stays on being a comedy, with plenty of one-liners, visual gags, and just overall great writing. It's very reminiscent of early Simpsons seasons, where the pacing takes its time to set up the story and joke and gives each thing a moment to be absorbed. The movie is rated PG-13, which is about just right where the Simpsons can make it come off like it's a surprise and not be hindered by the rating. It's not like I need Bart dropping F-bombs or a topless Marge scene. Well, uh, no, no, I don't need it. And while a super fan would appreciate the inside jokes and obscure references to the show, you honestly don't need to be a fan to still have a good time. In terms of the storytelling, this has a stronger family dynamic and shows more challenges to the characters dealing with each other. If I were to speak in TV terms, for the majority of the film, this is a Bart Homer episode mixed with a Homer Marge episode. You have Bart dealing with the issues of not having the perfect father, dealing with feelings of not being cared for, going to Ned Flanders for a father figure. And then meanwhile, you have Marge dealing with Homer's selfishness, letting the town get in trouble, in trying to keep a 15-year-old movie review spoiler-free, 
straining their marriage to its furthest end. And as much as I try to keep the focus on the entertainment aspect, the emotional peak of the movie is what steals it. There's a scene where Marge takes the kids back to save Springfield, leaving Homer in Alaska. It, it makes sense when you see it. So Homer comes back to the empty house they were staying in and finds a taped message where Marge doesn't know if she could keep the relationship together. According to IMDb, the director had Julie Kavner read the line over a hundred times to get that level of sadness and grief in Marge's voice just right. And then in a moment I had just discovered or remembered on this viewing on the tape scene change, where it goes from Marge's current day message to Homer to Homer and Marge's wedding day, on that intermittent second of static, you can see Homer's reflection in the background. Wow. What a little touch that echoes a thousand feelings. Now, the movie encaps that scene with a to-be-continued joke. No, 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 not that to-be-continued joke. Uh, the joke in the middle of the movie, which is funny. But if that was an ending of a two-parter on the TV show, you would have got me hook, line, sinker. Such a well-done scene. Now, as much as I like the movie, there are some strange choices made. Minor things that don't affect my overall enjoyment, but still kind of stand out once you think about it. I think one of the things it flips back and forth on is the theme of environmentalism. Hey, I am very passionate about the planet. Say global warming is a myth. It's a myth. Further study is needed. <laughs> That's for selling out your beliefs. You have the beginning of the film where Green Day is doing the rock version of the Simpsons theme, and then the floating stage they're on gets dissolved by the pollution in the lake. Fine, you have your conflict, but then about halfway through, it's revealed that the main antagonist is the head of the EPA, played by Albert Brooks, who does a great job. Anyone can pick something when they know what it is. It takes real leadership to pick something you're clueless about. Okay, I picked three. Try again. One. Go higher. Five. Too high. Three. You already said three. Six. There is no six. Two. Double it. Four. As you wish, sir. It's just a little weird to kind of be playing both sides of that coin. It's over-exaggerated in parody, don't get me wrong, but it's a weird slow burn on an issue. It's kind of strange with it. Oh, and then there's just the weirdness of the naked Bart scene. Homer dares Bart to skateboard all the way into town completely naked, which he does. They used about as many props and gags as you can think of to cover Bart up, but then they just do a scene where they cover everything on Bart Except his junk. Boys, before we eat, don't forget to thank the Lord for this bountiful <laughs> penis. Bountiful penis. Amen. Now, am I a prude? More than likely. But for someone to pitch that idea 
and then have an entire writer's room go, great idea, let's put it in the movie. Maybe think it through twice on the gag nudity. But for my money, the biggest flaw of the movie has to be Lisa's storyline. This might be where the weakness of never having your characters age realistically is now damaging the storytelling. Of course, Lisa is the staunch and serious environmentalist, kickstarting the entire first act. But the introduction of the character Colin, an Irish love interest, turns Lisa completely boy crazy? Which is where I completely checked out of that storyline. Are you familiar with the term manic pixie dream girl? The, the female character in a movie where her whole basis of existence is so that the main character has a love interest? This is all Colin is, same but different. Instead of manic pixie dream girl, it's charming Irish dream boy. And it's not like he becomes a staple to the series or even does anything in the movie. He's just there for Lisa to swoon over. Honestly, it's completely pointless. Overall, amazingly enough, the Simpsons movie survived the nostalgia and still keeps its spot on the DVD shelf. I think the main key to its entertainment factor is how evergreen the humor is. When you have a good written joke or a visual gag, and it gets a laugh in 2007, and then still gets the laugh in 2022, that has a bigger effect than whatever funny reference or meme that happens to be around now would ever have. You don't need to be a fan to enjoy this movie, but the entire experience will benefit if you are. And by now, it's probably super cheap on the second-hand market. By all means, I recommend The Simpsons Movie. Spider pig, spider pig, does whatever a spider pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's a pig. Look out, he is a spider pig. Well, that'll about do it for this time. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Ouchcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at JustOuch, capital J-U-S-T, capital A-E-W-C-H. Or send an email to ouch64 at gmail.com. And if you really want to show your appreciation, consider a monthly donation to this little old podcaster. Click on the link in the episode description to find out more. Until next time, everybody. You'll hear from me soon enough. Bye-bye.